Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. I am your host, Sam Randazzo, and I am joined today by my team of rather stimulated co-hosts. To my right, it is the one, the only, Uncle, Uncle Sam. Sam. Hello. Hello. And, and to, to my, my left, it is, is none, none other than, than our, our very, very own, own Mr. Zolo, Mike Palazzolo. Uncle Sam, Sam, Bruce, good to see everybody. Great to Why see not? everyone. And be- behind the computer, looking dazed and confused, it is mostly Bruce. confused. The tugboat, Venditti. What's up? We are back. Another week is upon us. It is Wednesday. That means we are going to wrap up every single thing going on in the NFL today, which, shockingly enough, for it being mid-June, which is supposed to be nothing land, there's a lot going on. We actually have Listen, quite a the, bit to The discuss. NFL is 24-7 now. 365 that's days it. a year. That's it. Doesn't uh, matter. Before we get into that, how was your weekend? Uh, oh, I was good. good. And anything, anything, anything to report on? Did you, you have a good father's, father's Day? Yes, yes I, I did. You're the, the only father, father here. My, my kids. That, that is true. true. That we know of. What, what, what happened? happened? No, no, my, my kids, kids got, got me a cake. cake. It's really good. What kind of cake? Uh, Trace Lake had macaroons on it. It's pretty badass. They go for this Italian bakery. They got me a little What cake. Italian bakery? I, I, I don't know the name of it. Time. Was it like, Ario's or was it like a casada like deal with the cannoli filling and it's shit? Really, it was really good. Good it cake? Really good. Would you grill? Heck, it had uh, macaroons on it. Oh, nice. It, it wow. was nice. What did you grill? Oh, yeah. What did you I, I made uh, burgers. How and, many? Uh, chops. How many burgers? How many burgers? Yeah. Well, you know I do a whole... I did like... I don't know, 15, 18 burgers. There we go. That's the fuck. I did about 18 uh, eight to 10 chops. What do you mean by chops? Lamb, pork, chops. Pork, pork? Pork chops. Wow. Did, you, did you bread them or did you just throw them on there the straight up? The only thing you ever grill is pork. Remember that. Well, you just gr- said you grilled ham. Chops. He said I say he's, chops, he I mean said that pork. Before. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he wanted to grill I, lamb chops. the chop. same Italian place. I don't do lamb chops. You're going to cook lamb chops. You cook that shit in the oven. I don't grill don't my steaks. Don't ever cook it on a grill. I don't grill any steaks. I blackstone the steak. Huh? Yeah, I, yeah, I pan sear and I finish exactly. it. Exactly. I the never black, put a steak the on the blackstone. Grill. Is the best way to cook any kind of steak. Grilling wise, if you're grilling, actually barbecuing with charcoal, you always want to use charcoal. Don't ever use a fucking gas grill to barbecue. Barbecue, you have to use charcoal. Period. There's no other way to do it. Listen, the I'm taste is totally different. Agree that the taste is different. Yes, totally different. The charcoal it might thing, be faster on their little yeah. fucking gas grill. It's so labor intensive to do a, a yeah, charcoal grill. Yeah, but that's grill. the point, dude. You got to smoke that shit. It's got to cook for <laughs> seven, eight hours, dude. You know, I did. Be ribs. careful because he's gonna take the meat and roll it up and smoke it just because he heard oh, you. Probably. Say that. <laughs> I did ribs. I got. I got my grill. You yeah, could probably take second. one of Bruce's legs <laughs> off. You could throw his whole body in there. Do you still have the? You still have the, the barrel. Grill. You the know barrel the grill? giant smoker I got. Well, yeah, but do you still have the barrel? The ghetto oh, grill. No, I bought a new one. I I got a new you, one. I got the heavy duty. I bought it from Home Depot. Is it still the barrel or no? It's the char griller. It no, it's not a barrel. It's round. It's like a barrel, but it's huge and it's double layered. He Badass. had this grill at his old house that was actually an old. Oh yeah, it was oil an old barrel. drum cut in half. Shout out to my boy Dero Butler, <laughs> D Bone. <laughs> but yes, the the old. It was a giant barrel with an exhaust pipe as, as a smoke. I've, I've seen on. one of those. I've it seen was one the of those. best grill I ever had. I grilled so much shit in there. I melted the grade on it twice. 
twice. Listen, this and is I getting out of hand. This is a whole separate I, conversation right now because I want to know what everyone's grilling, how they're grilling it, how everyone takes their steaks. Are we gonna, should we come I want to hear f- about your ribs. Like I want to, and, and oh, there's, yeah. there's too much to talk about today. Second but I have a, I have a lot to hear. Like I want to know about the Blackstone. We'll do, we're going to do an exclusive barbecue show. It was awesome. I had a great day. Tipped meats. The kids were stand up. I went to see my dad in the morning, bright and early. At 7 o'clock in the morning, the birds come out chirping. Where's he at? Where's your dad at? Uh, Detroit St. Hedwig. I go to see my dad. I go to see yeah. my dad almost every my holiday. My daddy but... and my granddaddy and my grandmama. Oh, they're all in the same they're place? They're all there. They're all in the same vicinity. My Aunt Mary, my Uncle Paul, and my Uncle John, Ellswood Smith. Okay. Shout out to Uncle John. Shout out to Uncle John. Moving Shout out to Carl on. G. Uh, how was your weekend? Good. Beautiful. I was outside. Bruce? I was outside. Very fun. I had a very good weekend. Good. I seen a picture. I always tease Bruce about being straight up Emmerich, and and I I am dead wrong, and I I wanted to say that Emmerich he he is not an Emmerich. He is definitely a Vindini because his dad looks just like him with the same hairline. He looks just like his daddy. It was my well, I I stand corrected. You are not an Emmerich. So we're rescinding the Emmerich cream pie yeah. title. He's Emmerich just a little blonde pie. version of an Emmerich. He's just a little blonde version of a Venditti. Emmerich cream pie only lived for a week. That's it. That was Creamsicle. It. That was it. Um, well, shall we talk about some football? Uh, the Lions made some news today. Um, we talked a lot last week about jerseys and. Uh, our favorites, our least favorites, and all of us agree that the Lions uniform probably isn't one of the best, but it's also not awful. It, it's it's above average, so to say, okay? They came out with a new helmet today, and we need to discuss this because so far, everything I've seen, you got two sides to this. People that absolutely love it and people that absolutely hate it. Uh, it's blue. It has the throwback 50s logo, which I'm sure you're a huge fan. The, the Bruce logo, and I have both the logo, worn the they shirt. hit a fucking home run on the logo. Yes. Bruce and I, he's worn it in the past. He's got a blue version. I, I wore I have a gray version. Too. I have a gray and one. You have it too. Well, yeah. Listen, I'm curious your opinion. because How old are you? I'm sorry? How old are you? 57. Okay, you've been staring since however long, since the 60s, you've been staring at a Lions helmet. That's Correct. just been silver, maybe with a decal on it here or there. Correct. I want to know your thoughts on the blue helmet. I actually like it. I you, like it. What I do you like, like the twist. What I do you like, like it. about it? What do you what what are your what are your favorite aspects of it? My favorite part of the helmet, period, is logo. Period. I think they hit a home run with the logo. Bruce I really do. debate him. I know you disagree with the with a small part of that at least. I just don't like the stripes with the logo. But the strike is the with line, the logo. I know, That's the I know. whole thing. That's just, the logo. I feel like if it was just the lion logo. It's the Mach 2, like, baby. It'd look per, like cooler. And also, the the blue with the gray jersey doesn't quite make any sense to me. Well, that's... You, you stole my thunder there. That's I was going to chime in that, too. Um, before we go down there, because that's what I think we're all going to fight about. I... There is one other logo that I saw that I thought would have been absolutely fucking awesome to bring back, and it's the way, way far back logo. And I thought they might get kind of crazy with it and do something like this. This is like from 
This is the original logo. It's a dude in a red shirt, blue helmet with this old school fucking line that looks like it came on the Animal Cracker box. That I like. I thought that was cool. I thought they might do something with that because, obviously, every logo going back to the 1960 logo, which was the one that's on the alternate helmet, looks pretty much, it's all the same. Right. From 70 onward, it was essentially the same. (laughs) Okay. I, no, I'm at it. Sorry, what? Asshole, Nothing. It's just funny. Dirt. Right? This just is cool. 1952. I mean, this is still the best one, period. You, so you the like the six. So there's no arguing about the logo. No. The logo is the fucking I, best. I like no. the logo, too. I, so low-key, I actually understand what you're saying. It would have been cool to do that lion. That, with that, no stripes. That prancing it. lion from the 60s yeah. with no stripes. Right. That would have been cool. The helmet itself, I like it. I thought they nailed it. I, I, it's the first of its kind color scheme in the NFL. It's the first original matte blue shell. helmet, yep. original shell. They're the first persons to do, the first team to do it. Uh, the gray face mask is excellent. Matte gray face matte gray mask. face mask yes. is excellent. Um, I agree with Bruce on the stripes, but also I agree with Uncle Sam. It's fine with the stripes too. It works. But I'm with the consensus, and and even a couple days ago when they came out with when they they said they were going to unveil the helmet today, um, I don't love the concept of the blue helmet with the gray jerseys. It's the only jersey I don't want to see that. Where with all with. blue? Where with Ex- all blue? Exactly. I think that would look I awesome. Agree. Exactly. I, I mean, you would have to change the blue on the jersey. It would Why? look good with the white too. It would all look. White. It would look it, great with the all, all white. white. All My white first cool. thought was this helmet with an all the all white uniform mm-hmm. would be chef's kiss. Pr- pristine. The gray. I agree with you a thousand percent. I don't get it with the with the gray. And it looks odd. No. And and people who analyze jerseys for a living. We're saying two days ago, God forbid, they do this with the gray jersey, and sure enough, they did it with the gray jersey, and it just looks odd. Now, I have a little faith because, as we know, or some of you might not know, they're getting new jerseys next year. That's the theory. I think Rod Wood has pretty much confirmed it. You're actually answering a comment that we have on there. Oh, 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 okay, beautiful, beautiful. Having the uniforms to go with it. Yeah, so next year they're going to have New Jersey, supposedly, and the rumor has it is they're going back to Uncle Sam. They're going back to that 90s jersey that's over your shoulder right now, which is the the blue jersey with the white letters and the gray outline. If you guys want to look that up, if you just Google Lions concept jersey, it'll come up. There's one with Amonra St. Brown, and this would look good. Are you telling me that that blue on the helmet is not Honolulu blue? It looks like a darker blue. In my, it looks like that. Not that, I. You know, well, maybe it's just it a picture because like it looks light to the me. The Mach One shots Mustang too. blue that was that they advertised it with. This is the thing you have to remember when you take a color like that and you mat it out. It's the color is going to change, right? right? right. So it could be the same blue, but because right. they because they matted, matted okay. it out, it yeah. could make I it look a little bit different. Say this: the helmet is very. And this is not a bad thing. But it's very XFL-like type of helmet. What, what does that mean? What is because you think it looks kitty? Goes to one they XFL game once. USFL. Oh, excuse anyway. me. Oh yeah, Bruce was, at, Bruce was at the Michigan Panthers game. That's it. They win. They did. They're going to the playoffs Tied thanks to the Venditti family. The yeah, they're going to the playoffs. <laughs> What's their record again? Four and eight. Four and five. Is Jeff Fisher still the coach? No, he got canned. God um, bless Jeff Fisher. So, overall, you like the helmet. Sucks. I love the helmet. I love the logo. I love the helmet. 
love the helmet, don't like what they're doing with the with the jersey scheme. And also, real quick, quick side tangent, when they announced that this was coming two days ago, I somehow talked myself into how sick would a white helmet be. I would love to see and I this saw a helmet concept white helmet. But that being said, we're talking about today's helmet. It's It's been unveiled. There's nothing we can do about it. They nailed the helmet. Helmet looks good. Nailed the helmet. Don't I like how they're doing it. I think they could go with a version of like you just said. Same logo and white out the helmet. Yeah. Bruce, I th- you like I think the helmet? it would look excellent. Overall, yes, I like the helmet. So we're all in consensus that we all like the helmet. I, we like it. It's an alternative. I haven't seen anyone say that they think the helmet is ugly. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I'm sorry. Didn't. I didn't see anyone say that they didn't like the helmet. It's just the way they're utilizing it. My my <sighs> my controversial things have come from the Twitterverse. That's the only I saw. There was a lot yeah, of people. No. They're only wearing it for two games. Well, but a lot of people said the same thing that you did. It looked like an XFL kitty, like right. D two college helmet. I don't think that's a bad thing. Though. It's supposed to so. be fun, though. Correct. Then that's right. what I said. And that's right. what I was thinking. It reminds me, like before Nike got all off the rails with jerseys. Like g- getting off the rails with jerseys is a new thing in the last decade. But I don't know if anyone remembers. 10 or so years ago, they came out with a combat or a concept for college football called Pro Combats. Yeah. And and different teams had different jerseys. Like Michigan State had a black one that Spartan yep. fans hated. It was cool. Ohio State I, fans I had one. I love the black jersey with the gold letters yeah, on it. They it had like actually, a bronze. They had like a bronze Spartan. And, and the helmet was It's bronze. supposed to be fun. It's it's not yeah. supposed to be cute. It's supposed to be different and fun. And we've been looking. This is the 90th Oregon, year Oregon of this organization. Of and other than wearing leather helmets, they had silver helmets for almost every year of this franchise. And now they have something different. They have a blue one. And they have a little bit of color to work with, and I think that's cool, and it's a good time to do it. And who knows? I I think next year that if they do the right thing with the jerseys, if they come up with a modern concept of the '90s jerseys, it could be a lot of fun. I I agree a thousand percent. I I the gray thing. I agree. The gray just didn't sit right with me. Other than that, stellar job by that. In in the chat, we got uh, JK44 is wondering if they're gonna do. New Jersey's next year. The, the the rumor is, and it's been all but confirmed by the team president, yeah, is that yeah. they are getting New Jersey's next year. This was the first step as the helmets were this year. The jerseys are next year. So, yes. It's only two games, like you said. It's two games. December I think they 8th, should keep it. December 8th against the Raiders is where it's No, October, October, it's the October. Monday Night Football game against the Raiders. Oh, is it October 8th? Monday Night Football. Oh, it's week 8. It's That's two games. And then the final home game against the Vikings. And then I'm sure on Thanksgiving they'll wear that throwback concept the solid blue jersey with the solid silver Which numbers and letters with the fa- no that's decal my favorite on the helmet. One that they have. It's yeah, it's cool. Is that one? It's cool. Also, great job on the t-shirt today. Yeah, I had two options. <laughs> I had this, I had this, or I had the the one that Bruce and I have worn in the past with the new logo that's on the hel- or the old logo that's they're putting on the new helmet. Love it. We need to discuss uh, gambling amongst the NFL players because. This has caused a ton of controversy over the last year. I mean, if we go back to last season, we had Calvin Ridley miss the entire year for gambling. This season, there's a whole laundry list of guys who are suspended. And supposedly... Now, see, I I didn't see that. I I haven't seen the big laundry list. Is there any big names on it? My guess is there will be because it, it sounds like the NFL... Is it's like the Matrix when they plug their heads into the Matrix. Right. The NFL gets a notification from all of the betting companies. That's one of the the issues that came out yesterday. As soon as someone signs up, the NFL if they're if a player is using their real name, the NFL knows about it instantly. 
And the company, in turn, reports to the NFL, this is what they're betting, and this is where they're betting. So there's no way around So they know. They, they know, know they who's know. betting, where it's betting, everything. They know everything. I want to know how much of it's getting swept under the Didn't, rug. Uh, well, Calvin Ridley come out and say that uh, you shouldn't be allowed to do it at all. Well, yeah, I mean, that's actually a very good thing that you just brought up because that's all in all, after going through these rules, just don't leave any gray area. Yeah, but where where was these rules fucking? Uh, well, that's the whole thing. Ago. That's and the debate. We'll get to that. This Read is the where rules. the con- Read the rules. This is where the controversy comes in because here are essentially the six key rules as they're calling it. Don't bet on the NFL. That Duh. includes Duh. that includes your game, any NFL game, any sort of prop bet, Pro Bowl, the the draft, any NFL sanctioned anything. You are not allowed to bet on okay. the color of the fucking Gatorade. Doesn't okay. matter. You can't bet on it. Do not gamble at the team facility while traveling for a road game or staying at a team hotel. Anything that is team oriented. So you're not allowed That's to gamble at all. I, I love how they put at that in there. Any oh, team, at a team hotel facility. So okay, it's could. So if you're in a, if you're in a hotel room the night before a game and it's eleven thirty at night, a team you're better off. And on a one making out. a phone call to Deshaun Watson and asking him which masseuse he uses. Hold that thought because okay. that, that applies to Jamison Williams. What you're, whatever you're okay. conceptualizing right now applies to Jamison Williams. Go ahead. Don't have someone bet for you. This one How I, the this fucking fuck would you know if I had somebody betting for right. me? Right. If you look at How my would friend, you know? like, oh, put a thousand on the Ravens. <clears throat> Who the fuck are how are they gonna you know what I'm how are saying? You gonna track Shout out to that. Carl G. I've done that for you before. I put a thousand on the Ravens for you before Carl G. How, how are you gonna track it? Well, here that they can't, they can't track that. Exactly. Now we're getting into insider trading. Area. This is yeah. the gray and area. This is where it gets fucked. Don't share team inside information. What? Okay. Kirk so, Cousins has a broken cunt. Yeah. Bet against I, the Vikings. Bruce broke his vagina and can't play today. I mean, like I mean, come on. Don't enter a sports book during the NFL playing season. What if sports so books have good go food? What if the best wings casino? are at the sports book? That's what Lou Williams did in the bubble in, in Orlando. He left the bubble because there's a strip club in Orlando that had excellent wings, and he had to quarantine for nine days. What if a sports book has great food? What if you live near right. a casino or you got to stay at a casino one night? What if night you live in Las Vegas where the Raiders a, play? There you go. And, so and, what? That's a big point here. What you just said. All of these rules apply to r- r- members of the Raiders and any visiting team. That's that's absolute horse. You got to walk by a slot machine. You got to yeah. walk by the sports book <laughs> to go to the fucking elevator, get on the fucking bus to go play at Allegiant Stadium if you're playing the Raiders. Right. Not cannot do it. That, and that's ridiculous. Hold on, the last you know rule. What? Roger Goodell is the last idiot. rule. Do yeah. not play daily fantasy football. What the fuck? Are you are you <laughs> daily fantasy? Daily, daily fantasy. fantasy. Right, that's like draft. Game. Okay. Correct. Yeah. All right. So that Okay, whatever. Okay. Now you can play the seasonal one, you just can't play the daily one. Your, Here we go. Your thought on Jameson Williams or your yes. thought of what are you what are you doing in the hotel room? Like that kid was sitting at home for the first two or three months of the season and wasn't traveling. Was hurt. Didn't know. Didn't know. I don't know if he traveled every game, but regardless, he's not participating in every meeting. He's not like he knows he's not dressing tomorrow because he's got issues with his knee. What the hell is he supposed to do sitting in a hotel room late at night? I get it. It's a rule. 
whatever. He was supposed to know the rule, whether it was told whatever. to him or he not. Not to bet on football. Give it, a, give it a fucking rest, yeah. man. I, I think, fuck? I think this incriminates the shit out of the NFL. I yeah. think this makes them look so bad, and I'm he talking have, in particular about the Jamison Williams suspension. He should he should appeal. In in particular, talking about the Jamison Williams suspension, they came out with this rule list. Okay, good, you did it now, and they're talking about now they're sending someone to every team facility. They're making sure this gets drilled with the rookies first things first. So how is it not retroactive to him when guys have literally come out and said, yeah, maybe they told it to us, but sometimes it's late at night after a, a long practice and it's it's just mixed in somewhere and you don't know and you're not paying attention. It's not drilled home. I think this is still bullshit. I think JMO should 100% be off the hook. If you're going to come out with this now, this is an admission of, well, we didn't do a good yeah, job well, we of saying this up before. explaining the rules to everybody. Here's the thing. If, the, if that's the case, right, and everybody knew these rules... There's no reason to come out and go back over them in, in detail. Right. Yeah. I mean, exactly. This is a huge exactly. There's a graphic. Exactly. They came out with a fucking graphic the explaining this. So they Roger spent Dallas time on this. That means you didn't spend time on this before, which is fucking bullshit. Exactly. Now, now, now the, the Calvin Ridley situation, you should know better. Everyone knows what Pete Rose did. He's right. not in the Hall of Fame, best hitter of all time, because he bet on baseball. So you should know not to bet on your own sport. Okay, which that's that that's, being said, you know what? Some of these that's guys do that. Too. That's, that's a little bit is point, a little bit is at this point. We're not getting into Pete Rose right now. All okay? I'm saying is at this point, you, you you kept this guy out of the fucking Hall of Fame for how long? How many fucking? And it's years? bullshit. Now you can bet on sports. It's not thirty lost. years. Your point isn't your point isn't lost. The gist is don't bet on your own sport. That being said, right. what the fuck? What are these guys supposed to? You don't want them to go to strip clubs before games. You don't want them to go to dinner until a certain time after games. You don't want them to go to any club. You don't want them to bet in their room. You don't want them to have bets on their old college teams. What is the fucking point? You want them to just sit there and watch? Remember the Titans the night before every fucking game? <laughs> yeah. What is the point? Now, now you see why they you're taking now you see money. Why He's packing a handgun. They're they're, these, some of these brands, these betting brands, are building books in these stadiums. They're building sports books yes. in these fucking stadiums. That's in the point. first two rows in the end zone at Ford Field, it's the BetMGM uh, fucking club. During you the know? Super Bowl. During the Super Bowl, I watched him and Mike, his <laughs> Make a bet on everything that was everything in that game. You, oh, you I can bet, you bet on proof is green. You can oh, bet I on dick sizes. You can bet on the, the You can bet on who is going to fuck up the national yeah. anthem. The over. You can bet on everything. You, you won five hundred dollars on that. What did you win on a kickoff? Coin the coin toss. Yeah, you won it's one of the most on bet on things. It's one of the most bet on things every fuck? year. Okay, if we go, the if we break, the Gatorade. Yes, but if we break <laughs> this down, don't bet on the NFL. Okay. I think nobody had an issue with that. Done. Easy. Don't gamble at your team facility. I think everybody can agree totally on that. Totally understandable. Yeah, but there's a second part to then, that. Then, then, <laughs> while traveling for a road game or staying in a team hotel. The fact that they had to designate that means that they were cognizant that there were players in the league that didn't know and understand that rule. And Correct. therefore, any suspension that happened before this Prior fucking list this came list out, which came be, out yesterday, be null and void. Exactly. Example, Jamison Williams. I, but again, I don't understand. I don't understand. What is the difference? Okay. This is what I've been asking myself. What's the difference if you have a home game and you're sitting on your phone on your couch at, in your apartment on Saturday night, betting the night before a game. Hold on. Hold on. They go to, they stayed at a hotel the night before they, they go to a hotel in Correct. the city the night before. Correct. Okay. 
So they're not so allowed they're to do it. They're not at home on but Saturday But what, what if they're fucking on 94? They typically stay at the Henry in Dearborn every night before games, on Saturday nights before games. What if they're on 94 driving to fucking Dearborn and they're placing their bets then? You know? Oh, that's legal. But then five minutes from now Correct. when they check into the hotel, it's not. Exactly. That's, that's the, fucking horseshit. You're taking money from these companies. How does that make sense? How does that make sense? How is it okay for your fans and everyone else to do it, but they can't bet on an NBA game that's going on? And then night? number three and four don't have someone bet for you. They have that absolutely Because you're going to know. You're going to look up known associates in the FBI database. Yeah, I mean, uh, and then Come on. don't share team inside information. What? Oh, what? What the fuck are you talking about? They have an injury <laughs> report out every fucking right. week. It's like, what are they going to What do you mean, inside information? Oh, you know what? I think Bruce has fucking ass crabs. Okay, <laughs> it's inside info. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. He's got ass crabs. So also, what? that's no, like, you could say, like, you know, this this prick has a bum ankle. That's not an indicator of if they're going to play or not. Right. right. And most of this stuff, the reason there are injury reports, everything, you, you're not so allowed the, to hide this so shit to begin with. the bookies can bet their for years, you have an injury report, and you have to be transparent from the moment the fucking injury happens. It's for sports betting. Right. Those rules are in place for sports betting. You have to report that information so people can bet it. They don't tell you it's for right. sports betting, but there's a reason they're up your ass about reporting injuries properly all the time, and that is for the bookies. Like you just said, right. it's for sports betting. It's for the fans to know what the fuck is going on. Right? They need to, they need to do exactly what you said. They've come out with these rules now. Everybody that has been popped, that shit needs to be void. That shit needs to be void. Unless you were betting on football like the two guys that were dismissed from the team, I understand that. I don't have an issue with that. But to, to pop a guy that's sitting at a fucking hotel room on the road Probably betting on no what the worse. What is he supposed to no do? No worse betting on a college football game. No, yes. no worse. Could be betting on his alma mater not knowing. So he what? may not have known. He could have been working out his ACL yeah, when they gave the presentation on what Alabama was going on. Alabama game? Come on, dude. What the um, fuck? Don't understand it. Don't agree with it. The don't enter a sports book during the season. I mean, how many of these guys realistically – are after what? practice let me ask you a going question. to MGM. I'll, you know what I'm saying? That's not happening. Let me, let me ask you a question. You come to the city of Detroit, okay? What else is there to do? There's weed, you got three there's strip clubs, and there's here. casinos. I'm sorry? There's weed, there's strip clubs, and there's casinos. Correct. And then there's, That's there's all there is to do subpar here. steakhouses with a la carte pieces of meat and same with fish. You know okay. which restaurant I'm talking outside, about. Outside you know that, fucking restaurant outside that what is there to do? <laughs> Nothing. That's it. That's it. Nothing. That's now, it. now, granted, they're not supposed to do anything, but for the guy, road teams, road teams aren't supposed Correct. to do anything. But for the guys that are here and living here and staying here, what are they supposed to do? Exactly. I see one thing there, coming. There is no uh, beach. There isn't anything to do other than that. So, what? Go to Hart Plaza and get robbed by a fucking crackhead? Why? Okay. What is I there have, to fucking do? I have two thoughts on this. Okay. All right. Number one. Instead of coming out with this list of rules and making having all this controversy drummed up and having all this bitty bikey bullshit in here, just don't let them gamble. Just if you're gonna do it like this, just say from so August first till the day after the Super Bowl, there is no gambling allowed. Period. So you're agreeing? Hold with on, hold on. I, I say time out on that. I think whatever teams are involved in the Super Bowl should not be able to bet on the Super Bowl. I said, no, no, no. If you're not, if you went home fucking weeks ago. The day after. Nobody is allowed to bet on the Super Bowl. It's betting on NFL. All right. 
from just no gambling. Okay. Don't they're not no casinos. Do you, do you no truly believe the biggest sport that gambling is done is the week of the Super Bowl? Correct. Do you really think that none of these guys that are sitting at home watching two teams play the Super Bowl are not betting on it? No, I'm willing but to bet. Hold on, everybody does. Your wait. This is my next point because none of these guys are going to use these. It's going to be. It's going to go. They're just going to find a bookie and do it the old-fashioned way. Exactly. They're not going to fucking go on which the they were doing before. Act. Which right. they were doing before. They're just going to cut out any. Chance and you know what? The bookies got to survive somehow. They're offering That's better it. odds yeah. in the casinos. Hey, bookies are people too. That's it. <laughs> oh, glad we bookies agree. Are people that too. was that was a good one. I mean, what the hell? Typical Roger Goodell. He's stupid, such a fuck stick. You know that? Fucking I, move I, there. Fucking guy's an idiot. Anyways, let's move on. Hard knocks. I want to be commissioner of the NFL. It'd be a better league. Let, let me run that league. Uh, I'll make sure it's run the right you have to way. Wear your hat like that. Yeah. I'm sorry? You have to wear your hat like that. The yeah, I will. Uh, I'll wear it just like that. Look, uh, my, my, look like McMahon. Uh, my little buddy right next to me. So last year, the Detroit Lions were on hard knocks. And... I loved it. You, I know you loved it. Everybody loved. Yeah, but here, the here's the problem now. I would never want to see the Lions on Hard Knocks again. Well, Deuce Staley's not the here. The Lions were offered again. Hard Knocks again, and they have since turned it down. Good. They should. So you didn't want to see them back. I, I don't want to. Here's the thing. I, I don't want them to wear out their welcome. I don't want Dan Campbell to wear out his welcome. And I think if you do it again this this soon... I think that's exactly what will happen. It's too much distraction in the locker. Yeah, it's too much. It's too much bullshit. I, I, I don't think they. Hey, they went it. nine and eight. Everybody knows said, what, what was, they are now. There was, there's more at stake this year. The, the secret's year. out, dude. Can there's, I be? Can I be honest with yeah. you? I don't. I don't think it, it. I. I don't think it adds noise to the locker room. I don't think it affects it. I, I really it don't. It I, used to. It, yeah. It used to, it used to be a thing, and it used to be considered a distraction. Now these teams are already producing right. their own behind-the-scenes content. Correct. And it's it's always hard knocks, 24-7. You can be right. comfortable with your own team's filming. There's a camera and a microphone in these guys' face every single day. Every time they're at the facility, they're taking some video of what their fucking favorite Taylor Swift song is. You can I mean, see these guys' prostates yeah. up close. You, right. could, you, could, you could see their colonoscopy <laughs> up close. You could see what they ate. You could see that exact piece of corn that they swallowed the night before from Prime and Proper. I mean, there's no, there's no, there's no, essentially, yeah, what you said. They, they were already on it. Listen, at the world got to see the Detroit Lions, the new Detroit Lions for what they were. The world's already seen it. You they don't need to see point. it again. You brought up a good point with Dan Campbell not, and I've seen, I've seen that before i've seen people say well no i don't want them on there again because i don't want people to sour on the lions and they like being the darlings and i don't want dan campbell to be soured on and i don't want it to backfire i agree with that right. point but also selfishly i did want to see it again because i'm expecting big things this season and i thought it would be i th i think it would be pretty cool i uh, wanted to see the evolution yeah 100%. i wanted to be able to see when i heard this i was i got excited i wanted to see what the difference of okay because did they turn it down? Yes. Why? Supposedly, they volunteered last year because there's a list of teams. And the list of teams this year, by the way, and we'll debate this too. The list of teams this year that, that have to be on hard knocks, it has to be one of these teams, are the Jets, the Bears, the Jets Saints, and the on. Commanders. Okay, the criteria is you didn't make the playoffs the year before. Um, you don't have a new head coach. 
And uh, there's one more if you weren't on it the year before. So it okay. doesn't matter as long as you weren't on the year before. So the Lions were met that criteria last year. Dan Campbell was in his second year. They didn't make the playoffs, and they hadn't been on it before. And so so Rod Wood volunteered to do it and thought it was a good time to build up, you know, clout for the team. And this year they don't have to do it. They don't have to do it. But because none of these four teams, the Commanders, the Jets, the Bears, the Saints, because none of them have come out and said, we want to do it, the people from HBO and the NFL said, We'll reach out to Rod Wood again. Everyone loves the Lions right now, and Rod Wood said, no, we did it last year. I, w- I wanted to see it happen. I really did. I wanted to see the evolution of, okay, we have a th- we had a three-win football team coming into last season, right? Mm-hmm. With, with very small expectations. Yeah, we right. thought they'd be better, but we didn't. Right now, I don't think anybody you, thought that they would have won as many games they did last. Expectations. Year. I didn't. I didn't think so. Expectations are not five hundred. Expectations are win the division. And I wanted to see the evolution from, okay, we need to get better to okay, we need to win now. It'd be cool. It'd be that's cool. That's what I. That's what I wanted to see. And I think they also turned down. There's a mid-season hard knocks Correct. now. So that's you brought up my next point because the four teams that are available. The commanders have come forward and said they want to do the in-season hard knocks. So now I like that. The preseason like hard knocks, you have the Jets, Bears, and Saints, all who said they didn't want to do it. But one of them is going to be forced to. So between the Jets, the Bears, and the Saints, couple of questions. Who would you want to see? Who would be the sexiest to see? And who do you think it's going to be? I think I'd want to see. I think I'd want to see. Oh. I hate saying it. I, it's the Jets. I hate saying it. I well, think the sexy would be the Saints. I say Green Bay. And I think I just don't give a fuck about the Chicago Bears, and I don't want any clout building for any team in our division. I was going to say Chicago. I was going to say I would want to see Chicago. Go ahead. Yeah. You both. I do want to see, see There's Chicago. a reason why I want to see it. Why? Just because. I think your reasons are going to be different, what, too. What is Justin Fields? Is he the truth? Is he bullshit? What is he? Is he Cam Newton going to come in, have one great year, and then disappear? You want to know why I want to see Chicago? Because I think that depending on what the Bears do this year, they could come into next year with a little bit of this lion-esque-ness that's going on right now. A lot of hype. And we're going to talk about Justin Fields a little bit later on in the show. But... I think he's going to be a big reason why, like you said. And I think if the Bears come out and win 7-8 football games this year, which I'm not expecting, but if they do, they could go into next season with a little Lion-esque action going right. towards them. And I think it'd be good to – a lot good of, for our division. A lot of the people that aren't from Detroit that fell in love with the Lions last year did it because of hard knocks. Right. The Bears – Nobody likes the Bears. Fuck Listen, them. Nobody's like the Bears. The only people that like the Bears just like the uh, the skit from Saturday Night Live where they're the, the, the Bears. The, yeah, the Bears yeah. exactly. Nobody's uh, like the Bears since '85. Sexy would be the Jets. I mean, d- there's a lot of storylines. Oh my God! If you between Sauce Gardner getting getting a a. Uh, uh, his face on there. And honestly, I think the best hard knock season that I've ever seen. I know you mentioned that the Jets have already Rex done it before. Ryan and the Jets. It was the Rex Ryan season when Antonio Cromartie's trying to name his kids. They're waiting for Revis to come back. And yeah. and he and and uh Rex Ryan gave the speech and he goes, Let's go get a goddamn snack. Do you, do you remember that? Yeah. You guys remember that? <laughs> uh, uh I thought that was great. And there, you know, there's the New York element. But Rex Ryan was perfect for the Jets. The city is why I want to see the Saints. 
yeah. Neon Hard Knocks. They have great storylines with Derek Carr coming in. They're just, it's the best. Have you been to New Orleans? I know. Right. Have you been to New Orleans yeah. before? It's one of my favorite. It's arguably my favorite city in the United States. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that. And so much goes on there. And there's the LSU connection that's fun. There's the Michael Thomas storyline, the new quarterback. And everybody's there's a lot to like. Williams. Jamal Williams is back there, so you'd get back to back seasons of him. You no, know, you know you're going to get a dog with Jamal Williams down yeah. there. <laughs> I think I think the Saints would be a lot of fun, and it's somewhere they haven't gone. It's someone that the Lions are playing this year, so you get a little bit of insight into that. Um, I think the Saints would be would be fun. I think the Jets are the sexy. I have no interest in the Commanders. None. Zero, Zero interest, interest in the Commanders. In uh, I don't even know who the What's fuck right? you, you don't would follow. See Sam Howell? No, <laughs> no, and and I'm also good on the Chicago Bears. Mainly, I selfishly. For the same reason you said you'd want to see the Chicago Bears, I yeah. don't want to see the Chicago I Bears. I don't. I don't want them to build any fucking. <clears throat> I want them to be exposed. Yeah, the, I'm all. I'm all good on Bears fans. Okay. Uh, the the Commanders one. I mean, there's no. I, did you watch the Cardinals in season one? I haven't watched. I, either. I like Brian Robinson. I like. Uh, That's cute. and and oh. both of them shit the bed. Uh, right. The Cardinals ended up. You get a first row, yeah, a front row were, seat, uh, a torn ACL, and then two years ago it was the Colts, and the Colts completely they they were in a playoff Sam spot, Ellinger. and then they blew it in the last week of the season. So you had a front yeah. row seat to the Colts choking when they did it. I just. That Cardinals one was atrocious because they were so yeah, bad. Uh, and I got a feeling the Commanders one's going to be the same way. So hopefully they do something right with the preseason. Hopefully Ron Rivera shakes it up over there or something, you know. Maybe Brian He's Robinson cool. will get shot again. He's someone I'm interested in is, is, <laughs> yeah. Ron, is Ron Rivera. And then Brian Robinson, like, that's a cool – that was fucking awesome. I love the memes that were, like – Keenan Allen still working on his hamstring. Brian, uh, Brian Robinson, the turf toe. Yeah. And Brian Robinson got shot and came back in four weeks. Like, I would love to hear from Brian Robinson. Yeah. Well, funny enough, speaking of getting shot, Uh-oh. Um, it is well documented about John Morant's questionable behavior as of late in regards to the Memphis Grizzlies and the NBA. He's a fucking clown. Guns all over the place on Instagram, at strip clubs, all the above. Yeah. So if I read you guys a tweet... Um, I would want you to tell me what kind of person you'd think would tweet something like this. Okay. At John Morant, dumb. You letting social media and your pride ruin your real money. Put them guns down and run that money up. Make one of your homies sign up for security or concealed carry if you feel like you need it that bad. But you the breadwinner, you got to start acting like it. Can I go first? I would love it. I think that's someone that's very cognizant about gun control and what role they have in the community as a role model and someone that wants to see John Morant go on the right path. Uh, what if I told you that that wasn't the case, but that was actually Patriots cornerback Jack Jones, who just pled guilt, not guilty, to nine gun charges and is facing up to 30 years in prison. Okay. And, um, and tell tell us what Jack Jones was caught with. Is that is that in there? Can you see it? Uh, it is. So um, on June 16th at Boston, uh, at Logan International, uh, he thought it'd be a good idea to carry two loaded Glock 9s <laughs> through security in his carry-on. They didn't shoot him at the airport. And wasn't there wasn't there an extra piece of paraphernalia in there that was that was pretty alarming as well? Uh, there was indeed. Um, not only was there large capacity magazines in there, okay, uh, with extra ammunition, there's also a silencer, 
And okay. none of the guns were registered, and he doesn't have yes. a firearm identification yes. card. Because you don't want anyone to hear. You need the silencer because you don't want anyone John to hear Barrett. you. When he's got a fucking silencer, doesn't even have a CPL. And wasn't there some sort of thing the in there that that like increases the that in, that increases the the capacity of the gun? Not not the extra mags, but there was something in there that increases this. I don't know anything about guns, so uh, okay. they were large capacity magazines. So they usually probably what is it? Glock nine holds what seven rounds usually. If you have one in the chamber, oh, the normal the, the normal one is eleven. Either way, large it's capacity holding fifteen is what rounds, they said. Man. Yeah, so it yeah. could be it's an extended clip. Is essentially yeah. I have thirty three round clips for mine, so I I, I don't know. <laughs> there's there's a bigger picture problem in America, and that's why these guys are getting the book thrown at him. John Morant got his twenty five games because it's up for debate if what he did was illegal or not. But what these guys are doing in the eyes of their leagues isn't legal because they want to send a good message to kids, which is. We have kids in this world. There's high school kids that got to worry about their tests and getting into college and their girlfriends and boyfriends and also showing up to school and getting blown away that day. And if you're a role model to kids, teenagers, high school kids, these leagues don't want you to be brandishing a weapon or showing up in, in, within, to an airport with guns because they want to send a good message to the kids that you're a role model for. And that's why the book is being thrown at these guys. I do have to say this. If you ever show up to an airport <laughs> with multiple loaded weapons— you're Where was a he fucking idiot. Where was he bringing the gun? You're a fucking idiot. Yeah, I mean, what, do you, what do you need to... Uh, hold on. I need to, In case there's a terrorist on the plane, you know, I need to pull on, my gun dude. out. Come on. Um, his lawyer. Fuck? His lawyer said that he oh, had... Oh, I forgot it was in my bag? Yes. What, what the fuck? He had no intention of bringing any guns into the airport that day. Oh, really? Quote, unquote. Okay. Um, <laughs> but he brought his whole arsenal. Would he go to the gun range and forget his, his guns were in the He went bag? straight from the gun range to the airport. Uh, Maybe. She also then said, all Mr. Jones wants to do is play football for Mr. the New England Jones. Patriots, and he okay. does not want to be a distraction so at all. So did Aaron Hernandez. Uh, the Patriots uh, have issued a statement acknowledging that he was arrested, have not commented further, and there has been no talk of him being cut. I'm sorry, what's Robert Kraft waiting till it plays out like the Hernandez? He was one of their did? best rookies last uh, year. Are really so. fucking going uh, there, dude? He is. Uh, it's That is a funny organization for it to happen well, to. The thing I, is, Jones was suspended by Bilicek last year for two games four? for an undisclosed reason. Uh, maybe he I brought, remember that. Maybe he brought his, his Glocks to he the He was fucking checking into the practice. stadium for the game, and they was going through the metal detector, and he's like, oh, hold on. It might have been this, and he pulled his gun out. Whatever, dude. Come on, dude. But are, are you kidding I me? I do man? have to say, I do have to say, you look like a real grade A fucking dick to go out and tweet at John Morant, who technically, like Zolo said, didn't break any law. Uh, this guy saw, This guy tried to say it was a fucking toy gun. After all this yeah. went down with him, he tried to say that the gun wasn't real. It was a fucking which, toy. Which, if, even if it was or wasn't, that's not the point. Correct. That's not the point. Anyways, Jack Jones, you look like a real You're guy. an idiot. Yeah. You're a fucking Done. idiot. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe he did have good intentions. Maybe, maybe he, he did. Maybe he totally did, but like you're also not... Just by having the gun well, and saying guys, go get your own security, just by having the gun, you're not following your own rules. You know, you know what I would like to know? How how many guys have you seen in the NFL that have been caught at the airport with fucking guns? So it's something that's happened many a time. Since 2020, not not necessarily airport airport specific, but there's yeah. instances at the airport since 2020. I just saw a stat today. I think it's 16 arrests 
yes. of, of guys just in possession of once. Quinn and Williams, the guy I want the Lions to have, had a gun at the airport and got caught and got arrested. And Listen, same drill. I, I get it. I get it that if you if you were, I don't know, at the fucking gun range and one of your bags has a fucking gun in it, in it. I mean, not a carry-on bag. Listen, I what the fuck, dude? I get it. Is okay. it was this a carry-on bag? Uh, yes, it was in his carry-on bag. Oh my god! There's no excuse. For it went that. through the fucking conveyor no belt. Excuse. Imagine, imagine <laughs> being the TSA agent. Imagine being the TSA agent. Yeah. You're sitting there with your chips, and you're and you're, like, you're looking at the X-rays, and then you hit the button to go back. Is that what the fuck I think it is? <laughs> yeah. We haven't seen one what, of these I this week. I want to know where you got yeah. the silencer from. Because okay. I've been looking for one. I'll say this much. I'll say this much. Um, regardless of what your thoughts are on the gun issue, if you are these guys are NFL players. Correct. They're constantly covered in God knows how much jewelry, driving around, around God knows I, I what I get it. Cars. They want to protect and themselves. To I protect totally yourself, understand. That's fine. But you having that position and you having this kind of influence and everything else that comes with being an NFL player, you have got to be responsible enough to be a responsible firearm owner. Check your luggage in, asshole. Have it registered. Can I, can I say something? He laid out the blueprint to be responsible too. Hire, yes. hire your own security, he right. said. Exactly. Exactly. That's a no that's a great idea. That's a great idea, Jack Jones. Yeah. You don't have it registered. You don't have your what we call here a CCW, Massachusetts they must call it an identification card of some sort. You don't have any of that. If he if he bought the guns himself, he had to register him. Well, if he bought the guns himself, he had to register you, them. They have to be in your name. Think All about, my guns are in my name. If he didn't know, which I don't think he'd be stupid enough that's to bullshit. intentionally. I don't think he'd be stupid enough to intentionally put it in the carry-on because you have to know that that's yeah. not going to fly. But that means you, as a gun owner, weren't responsible enough to right. know where your shit was. When you, pur- yeah. when you purchase a gun, you have to have a background check done on you. Now in the United States, it doesn't matter if it's a 12-gauge or if it's a handgun, they have to be registered. Everything has to be registered because they want to know what they're dealing with. They want to know how many guns you got and what you have. Everything needs to be registered now. It wasn't just like one gun in no. a bag. Yeah. No, correct. It was, correct. It's it not like arsenal. he had one pistol. Like, that's stupid. It's the silencer that does it for me. Yeah. Like the he's, si- like he's fucking James Bond. Like he's an assassin. Yeah. Uh, silencers are for mur- that's for murder. That's for trying to murder someone. That's for doing shit. That's not quietly. for self defense. Some of them that's not some First Amendment shit. It's it's silencer. Yeah. Like that. That's over the top, right there. Yeah. Although there ain't nothing that looks more cool than a gun with a silencer. Anyway, I, I will have to say that he's been watching a lot of John Wick movies. <laughs> uh, I think we need to talk about some quarterbacks. Um, okay. There's been a lot of talk about them lately. Obviously, we had Aaron Rodgers, the little ankle issue. And then, you know, um, Boomer Esiason came out today and said that he's been watching Aaron Rodgers during the Jets offseason program and that he thinks Aaron Rodgers is in the best playing shape of his career and thinks he will throw a minimum of 50 touchdowns this season and will break the touchdown passing record this year. Holy shnikes, who said that? Boomer Esiason. He likes to drink too, doesn't he? Is he hanging out <laughs> with Robert Ursay? Okay. Do you have any do you have any belief in that before we get into the No, rest I of mean story? if he's in that good of shape, I, I do believe that he can come close to doing that. Yes. Do you? No. You need receivers. You need receivers to do that. And love Garrett Williams. 
Um, I don't like anyone else that he's throwing to in that offense as much as everyone else does. I, I just think he's going to make that. Alan Lazard. You really didn't. Do. You didn't break the touchdown record with Alan Lazard before. Maybe he won some MVP. Alan Lazard. Whatever his name is. What about Randall Cobb? The ghost. the ghost. Yeah, you're 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 ghost. not too high on the ghost. I take it. I'm not. No. Um. So, the Rodgers thing. Love him. You love him this year. I, I love him this year. I think Aaron Rodgers really going to prove something. And I, I don't think it's so much as him. I think it's going to be more of the running game with Brees Hall. But I think that's going to help Rodgers put it to another level. That I'm really torn on this one. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously Aaron Rodgers could go out there. And if he, I mean, nobody would be shocked if he won an MVP this year. Right, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be, be shocked. I, I, just I don't think, think anybody would. But I think the Jets are better than than any of the teams that he's played with since the Super Bowl winning team that they had. The Jets are better defensively. This is the best defense he's had since that Super Bowl Correct. team in Green Bay. Correct. This is the one since thing Clay that, Matthews was there. This is the one thing that worries me about Rodgers. All right, and we, okay. it's it's kind of I'm going to call it the Brady effect. Okay, it's like at a certain point, it's going to start to wear. Like it's just. It's not going to look pretty anymore. And I get it. I, I don't think he's there yet. I don't think Rodgers is there yet. I, I, I don't think he's where Brady's at at that point. I don't. You think he's... I, I still think he's viable. I, I, I'm I not trying to be an asshole, but I don't I don't think Tom Brady, as good as he tried to make the buck, the Bucks look, and they were fucking awful. They were fucking awful. He, he has been regressing. He regressed five years prior to that. I don't think you've seen that from Rodgers yet. No, Rodgers' year last year was was evident. He had no fucking receivers that he he was even played with, and they were all gone. He didn't have any weapons at all. Listen, I'm except Christian Watts. I'm not saying that Rodgers is going to regress. I'm yeah. saying that well, he's going to eventually. At a certain point, we're going to see the regression, and Correct. I'm going to disagree with you. I don't think we saw. I mean. The last five years of his career, he won two rings. I don't think we saw a huge Brady regression. It was last year. Last year looked different than all of the years prior. No, can I tell you, can I tell you the difference between Brady and, Brady and Rodgers? Can I tell you the difference? Tom Brady, I get flagged for saying this, but he was in one of the worst divisions in football every year. It was an easy division to win. As soon as the division started to kind of get good, this isn't why he skipped town. He just wanted a new scenery. But he was gone once the Bills were on the rise, and now the Dolphins are there. Correct. And um, Aaron Rodgers kind of did the same thing. He prayed on a pretty bad division, but Aaron Rodgers went to a good division, and right. Tom Brady went to another bad division, basically. So he, you instantly have a shot to make the playoffs if you're the best team in your division because one team from every division gets in. So that's why last year, I think they got in with a losing record last year, or if not, they were only one game above. They were 9-8, nine nine right? 9-8, yeah. Okay, so regardless— I think it's going to be tough for Aaron Rodgers. I think he's going to look as good, if not better, athletically as Tom Brady did. I just don't like that division for for Aaron Rodgers, yeah. number one. Number two, I just I don't like who he's throwing to. I don't think Nathaniel Hackett's going to unlock him with what's going on in that, in that I division. I just don't Hall's think – I don't see it monster. happening. He's going to have a monster year, dude. What else about That's Aaron Rodgers? He uses the backs. Is there anything else about Aaron Rodgers? Uh, so far, not really. I mean, ever since he had his little ankle bust up, it seemed to be kind of no. He's good. He's, seems he's looking good. Kind of quiet. Practice. Now. They're saying he looks really good. Didn't he deny a trade to New England? Supposedly. Ah, yes, he did. Speaking of that, um, this one kind of this shocked me, but it didn't shock me. 
because I get why he didn't want to do it. Um, but yeah, so reports have come out that Aaron Rodgers was supposed to be traded to Green or uh, from Green Bay to New England, and at the last minute decided that he was not going to be a Patriot. Um, do you do you think that's a surprise? So that he I think want there's to be a two Patriot? reasons why he wouldn't want to be a Patriot. Uh, one is the Bill Belichick effect, which we're going to talk about this some more. Oh, they'd get into it. We're going to talk about this some more when we talk about DeAndre Hopkins. But I don't think Aaron Rod. I think it was the same thing where Brady and the Brady Belichick thing started to deteriorate at the end of the New England era. I, I don't. I don't think it's you can Bill say Chet's that because way. he's never coached Aaron Rodgers. That, but that there's a reason why, right? If Rodgers didn't want to be in New England, I think Bill. I think was it's a pretty obvious part of the problem. Reason why he didn't go to New England, no. Or, Last place in the division? Is that why? Because huh? they're the worst team in the division? Is that why you're going to say that? Or... <laughs> Dude, who's he got to throw to? That's the same thing. He's got the same fucking problem he just walked out of. While we were sitting here, I was just thinking, you know, uh, well, I'll, we'll get to DeAndre Hopkins later. But De like, yeah. what, if, what if he knew he had more to throw to at the time he was asked to make the trade? Would he go there? I still think the answer is think no. So. You, don't, you don't think if the, he and, knew DeAndre Hopkins was going to go to New England? Can I ask you a question? That he would actually have a viable fucking receiver. That's one then? guy. That's one guy. Can I ask you yeah. a question? Maybe Lazard would be there. Do you think? Do <laughs> Maybe you think, Randall Cobb would have been a Patriot. Do you think LeBron James would ever play for the Chicago Bulls? Would he ever play for the Chicago Bulls? Oh. I think wherever his son is deciding where to go play, that's where he'll be. You know where he's going with this, though, right? What? Aaron Rodgers would never go to New England Why? because in the eyes of Patriots fans, oh, in the stop. eyes of the oh, organization, God. don't even go there. He would always serious? play second fiddle. Maybe, maybe that's a part Bullshit. of it. Maybe that's a part of it. But I, I'm significantly more so lean to your first part, which is Belichick. I don't think Aaron Rodgers. Not that Tom Brady didn't have an ego, but Brady and Belichick built what they built together. They could always Correct. work together. I don't believe their relationship ever soured. I don't believe in anything like that. I just think it was time for greener pasture for both of them to see what they could do, and they both moved in a different direction. With Aaron Rodgers, I think he has the ego to kill a coach. I really do. I believe that well, Aaron Rodgers— Well, he did it with Mike McCarthy. Did, did it with McCarthy, and I think if Aaron Rodgers gets one whiff of something he doesn't like with Bill Belichick, which is going to happen early and often, that's not a guy that he wants to— play for whereas that, I Robert think the Sala roster, is I think the roster had a lot to do with him not wanting roster it. too I don't think the Patriots defense yeah. touches the, defense the Jets yeah elite yeah uh, I actually have a quote here from Patriots country that somebody close to Aaron Rodgers said that quote-unquote a four-time MVP didn't want to play for Satan <laughs> yeah, that's that's not what Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is looking for I, I control. He's looking all. for control at this point in his per career. That's why he things didn't go well in Green Bay the last couple of years. He wants control to the point where he thinks he should own a fucking team. So I, I don't think he's ever said that, but that's just how I feel. He the Chicago he's just got enough ego to where his, I think his he's ego is different than anyone his... else's ego. So that's I, why I, I don't think, think he's kind of that. earned it. I think he's kind of earned yeah. his right to – no different than Brady earned his right never to fucking practice on Wednesdays. Uh, okay. And, and did, I think I think Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers has earned won, it. won one Super Bowl. He should probably still yeah, practice. Yeah, but he's been MVP I mean, how many times? Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is a fucking cunt, and I can't stand him. That being said, I don't disagree that he's earned the right to have a little bit of control at, at this yeah. stage of his career. But Correct. that's maybe why – that's another example or another caveat is at this stage of his career – I don't think the Patriots provide as good of an opportunity to win a Super Bowl at this stage of his, of his career 
as the Jets did. Um, and them being as shitty as they are, I think that's a big reason why he didn't want to go there. I period. agree with that, too. He knew they were garbage last year. Reasons. I think all are extremely valid reasons. Um, I can't believe we're considering him a veteran quarterback at this point, but Patrick Mahomes. Oh, God. Um, shockingly enough, we're going to talk about him in a second, but it's just odd to see him up there on the veteran quarterback side of the board because I want to jump to the other side I want to talk about some rookie quarterbacks coming in, and that is Bryce Young, who has officially been named the starter. I was wrong the about that. Panthers. I was wrong about I, that. All of us. I, well, who I else think... was the quarterback there? Uh, the, the what's his face? Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. They brought in. I think uh, they had someone else too. Maybe the uh, the guy from the XFL. Andy Dalton, is it? Oh yeah, Andy Dalton. It was Andy yeah. Dalton. Yeah. Well, guess what? I, I mean, if you can't well, beat Andy Dalton out. They need to draft another fucking quarterback next yes, year. Yes, oh, they have Matt Corral too. But I mean, Matt yeah, but he Corral was hurt too. I was I wrong about Jacoby Brissett? Is he there? Jacoby Brissett is not. There. Oh yeah, I, I but, messed. I'm sorry. I was. I get him. Yeah, sorry. Here we go. I did not think there was a. Ch- I, I I agreed with you. We were both in stride on this. I did not think Bryce Young was going to start Week One. I just thought they'd give him more time. Well, Evidently, that. Evidently, they Frank think he's Reich ready disagrees. To go. Uh, it's going to turn up the gas on the Panthers because they were close okay. to making the playoffs last year. And I think now, if this is the way you go, if Stand you're going to invest in pick one, yeah. I think that now it's going to, they're going to have a lot of pressure on them to win the division. Can That's we, my opinion. I, I actually, I'm looking at this depth chart for them right now. All right. And we haven't really done this with them. And I want to do it real quick because there's a lot of other QBs that we need to talk about. Miles Sanders and Chuba Hubbard. Blackshear's still there as a third back. Wide receivers, Thielen, DJ Chark, Terrence Marshall. Uh, I don't Leviska hate that. Chenault still there. I don't hate that. Tight end, Hayden Hurst. Nice. I was high on them when we did the predictions. <laughs> yeah. I know. I don't know if I you remember that. The Saints, I know. You said they were going to win the division. like Adam Thielen are going to be, be uh, heaven sent to him. Exactly. That's interesting. Exactly. And Chark. Chark was Chark? excellent. Yeah. When healthy, Chark is excellent. It's starting he made quarterbacks look good in Jacksonville. I mean, Brian Burns had had nothing but high praise for everybody. He's probably the best player on the team at this point. So, um, also Jeremy Chin, they're building, they're building something there. It kind of looks like you might be right on that one. We'll see. It's going to come down to how good Bryce Young is week one, and then if he can hold it for the other seventeen. 18 I, I don't weeks. think there's any doubt that he's going to be better than Andy Dalton. It's, I really fair. don't. I think they Even can win the division. No if if he's better than Andy Dalton, that's the difference in that division, and I think that's the difference between them and the Saints. He's played in big college games, so I don't think he, the transition's going to be that big. Because, again, the, the schedule for the, the NFC South this year, four out of those five teams have the easiest schedules in football because they play each other. They get to play Tampa twice, and they were good last year. They beat the Lions. I, I think it was bullshit, and I think it was too cold, and there was issues with the turf and all that, but they beat the Lions. They manhandled them, so that defense is there. They brought in a very underrated head coach, in my opinion, in Frank Reich. They completely remodeled their staff. They had a really good free agency, a decent draft. We'll see. Um. We need to talk about the second overall pick as well because C.J. Stroud is now number one on the Houston Texans depth chart over Uncle Sam's favorite quarterback in the league, Davis Mills. 
I think that's a travesty. <laughs> you on this show said that Davis Mills no, would I, probably start the whole year. I I I did I did not think so. I think Stroud. You said I don't. Did they, name, did they officially can I, can name him the starter? No, but they moved him to number one on the depth. Go ahead. I said Stroud to me, and I'm going to tell you right now, he was the best passer out of all these guys in this last draft that just went on. He was the most ready pocket passer, pocket passer, pocket passer out of all of these guys. I agree with that too, yeah. by the way. And I'm a Michigan fan. I love and, watching. And believe Stroud. me, we watched we watched him carve up the number one defense in the nation mm-hmm. easily. They missed a fucking field goal. They would have won that game, um, or an extra point. Now this is the thing. When I look at Bryce Young and the Panthers, I see a situation that looks like they could. They're going to win games this year. When I look at Houston, regardless of how CJ, how good C.J. Stroud really plays this year, I don't think this team is going places this year. Talk about no one to throw to. I mean, their number one receiver is Robert Woods. Okay. Uh, their number two receiver is Nico Collins. Ooh, go blue. Okay. Uh, number three is John Menchke. Who? Oh, John Mechie didn't play. Okay. Oh, John Mechie didn't play. In, he in, fa- in fairness, he I think he was battling cancer or a torn ACL yeah. or both. John Mechie's really good and and did a lot of damage with Jamison Williams at Alabama. So it's Correct. basically his first year. And he's going to be good, but no, he's he's essentially a rookie. They, added, they added Dalton Schultz from down the street, which will be that's a good that's pass help, that's There's a good nothing pass. that helps a quarterback better than a good tight end. And running back-wise, Damian Pierce, Devin Singletary. They're, they're not ready, Pierce. and we knew the Texans weren't ready. And who knows? If they, if they end up in the Hopkins sweepstakes, now we're talking, but it's going to be hard. I think the Colts are closer than them. Agree. Jacksonville's going to run train in that division, and the Titans are still a serviceable team despite what we've been saying right. about them for the last month. So I, I, my next question is why? Why not give this guy a little bit more time? I mean, you have Davis Mills. Davis Mills is just subserviceable, but he's it, why? Why do it now? The Why new NFL, the new now. NFL is all these kids come in and they play right from the get. And I don't think it works. I, I don't. I either. think the formula, like like the formula with Mahomes, where you sit him behind someone good and Jalen Hurts, where you sit him behind someone good, right. maybe work them in towards the end of their rookie year. I think that formula works. And this team has nothing to. I mean, I don't know. I don't think they're going to be that great. So what are you going to do? Worry Put about Davis it. Mills in there and let him. So fucking... yeah. Maybe go get a veteran quarterback to, to let him sit behind, you know, to, to mentor him. But if he's that good, and I think Stroud is going to be good. I think he's the best. I think he's going to break that trend of Ohio State quarterbacks being bad. And I think Fields sucks. So I don't think it's going to be Fields. <laughs> I, I think Stroud is going to break that trend, and I think he's going to be a very good quarterback. And you I would let like him marinate. Justin Fields. He's fun to watch. Holy I love watching shit. Justin Fields, and I Period. loved watching Fields in college. I don't think he's going to be a good All right, player. let us talk about two other rookies because we're going to have fun with this Justin Fields thing here in a second. But um, the third rookie quarterback we're going to talk about is Anthony Richardson. Is He's currently second on the Indianapolis Colts depth chart. Is he really? Which is very interesting because I think he was the one that Who's we he all behind? Are, you, are, are you he behind? Are you trying to tell me Sam Ellinger is in front of no, him? No, Sam Ellinger's third. Oh, Who's first? Gardner Minshew. Gardner Fuck yeah, Minshew. 
<laughs> Let's go. I, the stack. So, the so if that stack. holds, I'm obviously wrong about two of these quarterbacks, but everything I've read about Richardson and one of the reasons rookies don't play is because they can't grasp the offense. And everything I'm reading is he's running that offense flawlessly. And every quote about that kid is so fucking good about how smart he is. And I think he ends up starting. He's still my pick to be rookie of the year right now, today. Okay. That is my pick to be rookie of the year. We'll, we'll talk later, obviously. But I think Richardson's going to be good. And all the quotes coming out of Indianapolis have been great. Uh, yeah, and realistically, I mean, if they're all healthy, uh, out of the three teams that we discussed, I mean, the Colts and and the Panthers both have teams that could. They have. I mean, they I have don't a nice say win the division, but yeah. like Jacksonville, I agree. Just like what we said with Houston is going to run through this division, but the Colts are not a dumpster fire. Like no, they they have a nice array of veteran players too, and I think that's what helps these younger guys is having a decent defense, having guys on the offense that can produce, I think that helps them. Right. I, I mean, how could you not like to just turn around and hand the ball off to Jonathan Taylor? I right. mean, you, you know what I mean? And when you can't, you can make the plays yourself. Right. You could make the plays with your feet yourself. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And supposedly your arm is Elite. on the run is better than any other quarterback in your class. When you're mobile, Correct. you could throw better than even C.J. Stroud. So, um. Oh, you talking about athleticism? He's gifted. Big, they say oh. he has the highest ceiling. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, so there was a quote that I want to discuss um, from a cornerback regarding a quarterback. Uh, okay. All of us know that Jair Alexander is. I think he's one of the better corners in the NFL. Actually, talking yes. About this? Yes. One of the, in my opinion, he's one the of the best corners in the NFL. He is still with the Packers. Okay. And he was asked about his quarterback this week. Uh, and Jair Alexander. This is after his, the quarterback's comment on Father's Day. No, no, it was before. It was before. What, what? The Jordan Love. Did you see what he, did you see what he had to say? Well, finish, okay. finish, finish what you're saying. I, mi- I must have missed this one. But Jair Alexander said that Jordan Love after practicing with him, is the best quarterback in the NFL. Period. The best quarterback in the NFL. Now, I get trying to hype your guy up, but say a statement like that. Does he look like an asshole, or have we missed something on Jordan Love the whole time? So this Nobody is, knows anything about Jordan Love. This is the problem. This is a common theme that we've talked about, and, and I think the division hinges on it. Personally... I, I think everything we've been reading out of Green Bay is he's been serviceable and he's running the offense great. Got to see it to believe it. History says he's probably at least going to be serviceable. He's going to be able to run that offense. We're reaching with best quarterback in the NFL uh, status. We're, we're reaching on that one. <laughs> how, how about best in the division? Start with that. Well, he's not even the best in his division. Uh, I mean, this is Jordan Love we're talking about. He's talking about his guy, dude. They got to give this guy some kind of prop. If Jordan Love is as good as he was drafted, if he's as good as running Aaron Rodgers out of town, if if he checks off these boxes that people think he checks off, it's going to be a very interesting year in the NFC North. I mean, here's the problem. Here's what scares me. 
He didn't run Aaron Rodgers out of town. No. That's what scares me about him. Kirby Joseph did. You want to know? No, because I'm going to be honest with you. If that was the case, Rodgers would have been gone two years ago. But technically, Aaron Rodgers didn't run Brett Favre out of town either. Favre retired and then decided to come back afterwards because he was just looking for greener pasture. And I think that's what Correct. a similar situation as Aaron Rodgers did. Well, see, Romeo Dobbs. Well, they stopped talking to Rodgers. They were like, get out. Well, Romeo Dobbs, it was like a week ago, he said that, uh, quote, unquote, when you go from Aaron Rodgers to Jordan, Aaron was a really great quarterback, but I believe Jordan can do the exact same things. Yeah. I mean, I mean, who knows? Played All the returns are good. They weren't worried about Aaron Rodgers and made that trade for a reason, so we'll see. Yep. Uh, that one's going to be an interesting one to watch. But we'll stay in the NFC North. And uh, honest to God, I don't know if there's a more divisive quarterback we could talk about on this show. Than Justin Fields. <laughs> is it you two? Ver- Do you like Fields? Well, okay. So it's you two versus us two, essentially? This is how I think this goes down. What I'm you- really high on Justin Fields. I think he's somewhere in the middle, and you can't stand him. So this is a good one because I don't think any of us are all on the same page. I think Justin Fields could be an MVP finalist this year. And I know you think I'm fucking crazy. You're not crazy. You're not crazy. It, it goes one of two ways, though. Correct. I agree with you there, too. He's he's the MVP, or they're in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes the next year. It's, it's one of the two. History, in my opinion, says that Ohio State quarterbacks, and there have been some damn good ones that Braxton dominated Miller. college, that were so much fun to watch in college, including Justin Fields. You can make the case he was the most fun Ohio State quarterback to watch in college. Mm-hmm. Um, history says that that's not the case. I personally do not buy into the to the him as a passer. I just I just don't. I don't buy into oh, it. I, I love watching Justin Fields, even pro Justin Fields. I love watching him. I don't think he's anywhere near Lamar Jackson as a passer, so I don't like the comparison. And I don't think he can run an NFL offense. I don't think he's going to be able to play behind in the NFL. I think if he's forced to throw the ball, he's going to get eaten alive because he is not able to hit his receivers in stride. He's just not able to do it. So what's come out of Bears camp is that uh, people close to the team have said that he's, quote-unquote, miles ahead of where he was last year at the conclusion of minicamp. And uh, a one reputable NFL scout recently said that he would be shocked if Fields was not an MVP candidate. And Fields has been training with Michael Vick throughout the offseason. Oh, God. One of the knocks on Michael Vick is he couldn't run. His best seasons, his MVP caliber seasons – were the seasons where he did da- he wasn't injured and he was able to do the damage with his legs. So you're seal- you don't want as fun as Michael Vick was. I loved him. He's one of my favorite players ever. As fun as that was, if that's your ceiling, you're not winning anything because Michael Vick didn't win shit. Michael Vick did not win, did not win. anything. He, Michael Vick had a had a couple really good seasons in Philadelphia toward the end of his career mm-hmm. that was riddled with concussion problems. The problem the problem with Vick was this. It got to a point where everybody just expected way too much. And and I'll tell you this, Michael Vick could throw the ball a lot better than Justin Fields can. Hell yeah. That's just my opinion. I've seen him do I it. I agree with it. Justin Fields is really interesting to watch because he's a big kid. He's 6'4", 6'4", 220 pounds, 230. So he's a big kid. He can handle some of the hits. But you know what? I watched Cam Newton at 6'5 and 240, 250, take these hits and be gone in two years. I got a feeling that's what you'll see with Justin Fields. 
I just don't. Uh, athletically, he's he's off the charts. He just ain't going to be able to do throw the ball consistently. The ball. You can't, like you said, you can't. And that's a good segue for you because he's got a recent issue with one of his receivers that's coming up right now too and that's another thing i don't buy into their revamped receiving core dj moore is good he's not a number one but they're number two who is chase claypool Mm -hmm. ah yeah so um chase claypool Uh, you have never liked chase claypool and you've made that known oh yeah Yeah, chase claypool drops passes uh like bruce well, this is one of the things that we're talking about. Last year, <clears throat> last year Chase Claypool threw 15 games, 46 receptions for 451 yards and one touchdown. Wow. Um, did, he, did he do anything in Chicago wow. once they acquired him? I, I Which was at the deadline. I mean, that was Darnell Moon. Darnell Mooney, Mooney was the guy. Was there. the guy for the end of the year. But uh, according to the people close to the Bears, they are not happy with Chase Claypool's effort. Oh, I, and, I agree with that. I've seen that in Pittsburgh. They're I saying, think that's why he's gone for Pittsburgh. This is a pretty big knock. People inside of the building are saying that he is, quote-unquote, someone who is not very self-motivated. That's not good. I mean, if they're talking about this. <laughs> now? If they're talking about this now, you, there's issues. I mean. Does I, he make it out of training I'm looking camp? at the stats here. Chicago was 0-9 with him last year. And 3-6 and without him. Pittsburgh was two and six with him, seven and nine without him. I think that kind of speaks for itself, no? All all I know is I, I don't buy too much into that, but I buy a little bit into the fact that Justin Fields, that's one of your top guys. And if they're gonna call him an MVP candidate and he's got a receiver that's making no effort at the moment uh-huh. and doesn't want to be there, we've met athletes that don't have any effort and don't love their sport and they're doing it just to get paid. And I think uh, Chase Claypool's dating a little cutie TikTok star, too, if I remember correctly. Um, if it's just a means to make money for him and he doesn't love the game, that's not good news for Justin Fields. Won't be around long. Won't be around long. Much. I, I mean, and you want to know what? I want to attribute some of it to the way Chicago's offense was last year because you remember I drafted Darnell Mooney. I was high on Darnell Mooney fantasy-wise. And I think by week four, but it wasn't I I Mooney him. wasn't the issue. Yeah, but Mooney did no, he didn't come on. Mooney didn't come on until the last four weeks of the year. He came on though. They unlocked him. They and unlocked I, and Darnell him. Mooney is excellent, by the way. Maybe, maybe they need to work Claypool into the no, into the fold. I don't know. I'm not a big Claypool guy either. Great rookie season and never lived up to the expectation after that. That's, what, that's why he's not know. in Pittsburgh. Correct. They would have never drafted know. Carl Pickens if he was any good. They don't. They, and, Pickens. And, and Pittsburgh, if you <laughs> if you look, the same people have been running. Oh. T, T. Boone Pickens from Oklahoma State. George Pickens is the guy George from Georgia. Pickens, I'm sorry. George Pickens. Um, if, right. if you go back and look at like Pittsburgh's history, which the same people have run the team forever, <clears throat> owned the team forever. They've had two coach, three coaches in the last 50 or so years. Um, if you go back and look, they, they don't trade guys. They, they oh. almost never give up on guys, like, especially early on in their rookie contracts. They don't do that. Um, so maybe that that was an issue last year. I don't know. That didn't come out, but maybe he didn't buy into the culture last year. I did know something about a Steelers, too. They don't spend money on knuckleheads anymore. No. They kind of send them packing. That's a well-oiled machine there, so if you're not— Even when you're a top receiver on the team, and they basically they cut you loose for 
fucking Juju Smith-Schuster? Mm-hmm. My God. If you're not a good cog in what the wheel the in Pittsburgh, you're probably not going to be a good spoke anywhere else. <clears throat> um, speaking of wide receivers, Jamar Chase made news over the weekend um, because he called out a certain Mr. Patrick Mahomes. Uh, no. Let's... No, right. I mean... I'm not going to lie to you here. I get it. There's a little rivalry right now between the Chiefs <laughs> and the, the Bengals. <laughs> if there's one person that you don't want to come come at in this situation when discussing rings, you really don't want to come for Patrick Mahomes. I mean... His response was absolutely the, perfect, though. The response was literally chef's kiss. Uh, you want to break it down for me? Yeah, I think he said, "Who's what did he say? Who's Patrick Mahomes? Who's that? Who's that? Right? Yeah, it was Patrick Mahomes. Who, who's that? Who's that? I'm not as high on the I, – I love Joe Burrow. I think he's a top two, maybe three quarterback Pat in the league. Pat who, question mark. Pat who is what he said. I'm not as high on the Bengals as you guys are, so that's this was bad fodder for the Bengals. If you're a Bengals fan, I'm kind of quaking a little bit. Um, Mahomes' response was perfect because two days later, the Chiefs got their championship rings. They are beautiful. I don't know if you could post a picture of those at all, Bruce. Yeah, Bruce, you're going to – At some it. point, maybe maybe in post-editing, yeah, you could yeah. do that. Well, I or, saw it in person. And Mahomes, uh, Mahomes ring um, – I'm sorry, excuse me. Mahomes' response was he held his hand up like this, like a telephone, with both of his rings on, and he said, that's who. That's who. So that's a guy – and no matter where you place Mahomes, personally – I guess you, you kind of can't call him the best in the league right now. I, he's not the guy I would build a team around. I think there's an Andy Reid element. But you can't do that. And Jamar Chase did that. It's good old-fashioned shit-talking when it's all oh, yeah. said and done. Uncle Sam's seen worse in his life over the last oh, yeah. 40, 50 I mean, years you have to figure. NFL. I think right now one of the best rivalries, because, again, none of us are that high on the Bills. So I think right now the biggest rivalry in football is going to be the Cincinnati Chiefs. It's it's some combination. Best rival is some combination of Chiefs, Bills, Bengals. It's somewhere in right. there. Maybe toss the Ravens into that. You guys, <laughs> it's what you look yeah, forward to. Toss Miami most. into that too. Don't sleep on Miami this year. Well, speaking of Miami, Tariq Hill. Tariq Hill uh, lives in Miami, and Tariq Hill was going out on a boat. He was out there with Drew Rosenhaus, his agent. Drew okay. Rosenhaus posted videos of him in the ocean wrestling with sharks. Who was wrestling with Shark? Drew Rosenhaus was in the ocean wrestling with a shark. Drew Rosenhaus was. Yes. In the water with agent. He was in the water wrestling a shark. Holy shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But okay. either way, um, we don't know if there was a little bit of, you know, um, maybe some Mai Tais involved or what. Uh-oh. But A kerfuffle ensued. There, yeah, a, ker- <laughs> a kerfuffle <laughs> ensued. And um, one of the dock attendants, who uh, a male dock attendant... Ended up getting slapped, quote-unquote, extremely hard on the back of the head by Tariq Hill. uh, And considered bringing up charges for assault and battery, but nothing has been filed yet. It sounds like the the gentleman in question did not want to bring up charges. He doesn't want to press charges. Not exactly sure. Just asking. uh, It's an ongoing investigation, they said. Um, Unless we showed up and here's a certain amount of money the Miami shit about it Miami Dade uh police department was aware of the situation um the NFL knows about it 
Uh, Tariq's agents and representatives know about Have they it. They charged him because no, he has not been charged. Then forget about. He is not. He's going to pay the. He's going to pay the guy off. It'll right. be done. You think so? Big check yeah. on that one. He slaps somebody check. in the back. So, of so the, issue, the most expensive slap he'll ever do. The, that's not entirely true because the issue is Tariq Hill has a domestic violence case against him. I think he got kicked out of Kansas State for it, and he beat the shit out of a baby. I don't want to mis- yeah, get misquoted, but. Was- it was a long time ago, and it's and it's water under the bridge. But that right. being said, you have a you have a knock against you already that you're aggressive and violent towards women. You don't want that, especially if you're one of the best receivers in the league going into a, what could be a good year. Like, don't come on, these guys. Like, it goes back to the Chris Jones gun thing or Jack Jones gun thing. Like, let's not let this stuff stop you from having a really good season. Don't fucking do it, please. Yeah. Uh, I would have to agree with you, especially unless, unless he's charged. I don't think he has an issue because knowing Roger Goodell and how Roger Goodell reacts to things, unless he's charged, I don't think he'll do anything about it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, he was uh, Oklahoma State. He was kicked out of Oklahoma State for Oklahoma State, sorry, fourteen, and then went to West Alabama to finish his college career. But again, yeah, this is just extra noise, extra bullshit, extra things that you don't need. When you are going into the kind of season that Miami's going into right now, it's not a good look for him. Again, Has Dolphin said anything publicly about it. They have refused comment. There's there, no, there there's nothing to say if there's no charges, it. if there's no video or no chart, anything yeah. like that. There's nothing you can. I'm do. sure there's no video, no nothing. Uh, yeah, the only video was Drew Rosenhaus wrestling with with sharks. Holy Christ, cool. He's a um, badass dude. That's yeah, <coughs> yeah. Wrestling sharks. Holy Christ. How do you feel about Drew Rosenhaus? Uh, I'm mixed. He's, he's, I think he's probably the best. His strategy paid off really well this year with Jalen Carter and the draft. His strategy has paid um, off his whole career. And he's, he's been good. I, th- I think when people think of NFL agents, I mean, I know they made, they he's made a movie team. off of Lee Steinberg, which was, uh, which was, uh, Jerry Maguire's based off of yeah. Lee Steinberg. But, um, Drew Rosenhaus is in the modern era is the one everyone can think of and everyone can name. So, and he's got the, the biggest Rolodex of clients, if I remember correctly, yes, right. cur- currently, you. You. um, he's good at what he does. Jumping back to new England for a second here. Uh, it seems like Deandre Hopkins is having quite an impact on bill Belichick and the Patriots organization. Uh, did you say that bill Belichick canceled practice for Deandre Hopkins? Sounds like he canceled practice when Hopkins made his visit to make it. And it was designed to make Hopkins think, well, we don't really emphasize practice. Meanwhile, we have a whole 20-year body of work of players that say them practices was fucking intense over there in Boston or wherever, Foxborough. Um, But not only did he cancel practice for, for Hopkins' visit to show that you know, we don't practice that hard and that much, but also there's people coming out saying that, well, he'll go a little bit lax with the practice rules. And Belichick likes for you to practice if you're available to practice. But guys are saying that he'll uh, he'll scale back on that if they end up signing Hopkins. And it sounds like both of Hopkins' visits went well to Tennessee and to New England. So uh, as of three hours ago, the Patriots' odds jumped up to land DeAndre Hopkins. They went from plus 400 to plus 100 and are currently in the top spot. So that, that to me, I feel like he's going to end up. Is that insider trading? Yeah, technically, that's insider trading, yeah. I, I just – and, you know, when we talked about this last week, or the, I think all that. of us kind of wrote the Patriots <laughs> off a little bit. Um, I still don't know if I 100% – 
agree with, understand, whatever you want to say, because this is a guy who wanted to go out and win a championship, and I just don't think the Patriots are there right now, but he definitely makes them better. He definitely will help out with the uh, lackluster quarterback performance there. I mean, do I think Bilicek's throwing up a smoke and mirror right now? Yeah, but like at the end of the day, it, it, it's a it's a decent fit, I guess. I, I don't love it, but it's a decent fit. It's a fit for the Patriots more than it is for Hopkins. Correct. I agree a thousand percent. This is a this is a Patriots move. You know, it's not a Patriots move for Bilicek to throw away the book and let him do whatever he wants. Yeah, that's not him. I think that's, that's an indicator him. on money at that point. I think it's a major indicator that it's going to come down to money. And um, I'm curious. I want to see. I, I'll bet there's another visit folded in there. I, I feel like Dallas hasn't had a say yet. Houston hasn't had a say. And some teams may be evaluating what's what's going on. And um, I, don't, I, don't, I think he's going to keep the door open unless well, someone comes in with a big money offer. Hopkins, is, Hopkins came out and said that he is – in no rush to sign. So again, I don't think we'll have a conclusion on that till after, till after. A- answer that question on there, Bruce. They are, uh, we did that about did. an hour yeah. ago. Yeah. I don't see the answer. So I have well, question. we said it on the air. Okay. So those are real. No, bad. but I'd, I'd like you to type it right. on there too. So they could get a bookie to go out and put a shit ton of money on whichever team he decides to go to. Yeah, really? and it's inside. That's insider trading. Yo, I'm taking this meeting with the Patriots. The it's gonna bump their eyes. Answer that. But I'm yeah. really signing with this team. But see, there's an interesting twist into this because Dalvin Cook has actually been talking a little bit about how awesome it would be to play with somebody like DeAndre Hopkins and how those two together could make an instant impact on the team. And it seemed like Dalvin Cook was real hot on the Dolphins train. And then all of a sudden, it kind of quieted down. So, I don't think this guy can pass physical at this point, to be honest with you. I think that's an issue. Is there a situation? Huh? You think he's been eating too much Burger King? I I just think he can't pass a physical right now. Is there a situation where Dalvin Cook and DeAndre Hopkins play on the same team? I mean, it'd be Dallas, it sounds like. But if they both want money, and it seems like they both want money. New England has money. New England has money. Like, Hopkins is looking at teams that have money. He's not looking to win like people thought or like he was prefacing. And Dalvin Cook has explicitly come out and said, I want money. You know, this is where I'm at in my career. If it's got to be a team with money that's – I don't, I don't see that happening. But maybe if they take pay cuts this year, then yeah, I mean, it's possible. Um, yeah. Bill Belichick's not signing a running back for big money. Well, I'll hold on a second. Delvin Cook came out today and said, quote unquote, I'm a three down back. I like to run the ball. That's what I do. That's my bread and butter. I want a coach that's going to ground and pound, hand me the ball, let me run it up the gut, and make a few plays on the outside. And I want to help them win a Super Bowl. I oh. want an outdated offense. Oh, wow. Then that's Belichick. Hello. That that was interesting to me right there. I'm shocked that he would even say that because he's not a durable guy. I want an outdated offense. With zero quarterback. Interesting. That's all I'm going to say. You, you can't say that because Mac Jones, as bad as he was, is still serviceable. Yes, but when you think of an outdated offense, who do you think oh, of? Well, I mean, what did they Belichick. have offensively? They don't, they don't even have a receiver on their fucking roster that can even come close to Hopkins, period. Well, but, okay, now, again, this is, this is where the DeAndre Hopkins effect comes into it for me because you're right. They don't have anybody. 
Right. They don't they've have lost anybody. the little guys that they've had. They had, yeah. I mean, it's bum central. Let's here, I'll, let's go through it. Juju, wide receiver one. Garbage. Devontae Parker, wide receiver two. Tyquan Thornton, wide receiver three. Thornton is a really dangerous guy. Oh, come on. Hold dude. on. This is, hold on. Let me say this. This guy is a dangerous guy. He's still learning how to play receiver in the NFL. But he was on that four by one hundred relay team at Baylor. Who is and he? he was fucking He's fast as shit. Dude. Who was your seventh round pick in last year's fantasy draft? I can't remember. It was Enkiel Harry. No, it wasn't. I never drafted him. You th- I never drafted him. Then it was him. Kendrick Bourne. I drafted Kendrick Bourne. There we not, go. Not Harry. Okay, either fucking way. Kendrick Bourne's fourth on their depth chart. I, I love Kendrick Bourne. The, the learning how to, how to play a position thing, like that's like saying you're still learning how to play with your dick. That, it doesn't he's, necessarily he's mean you're going to knock he's someone a up eventually. guy. Okay. But now let's let's talk about this. If you take Hopkins, and now you have DeAndre Hopkins, Juju, Thornton, De- Devontae Parker, Thornton. Now we're talking about Hunter Henry and Mike Gesicki. Nice. That's a nice offense. I, I agree, and it, and it goes back to the Lions argument, too. You can add him to any receiving core, and he'll unlock a lot yeah. for all of them. You know, that looks like a good receiving core all of a sudden if you add Hopkins. Correct. But still— you're talking about Mac Jones, you know? Right. I don't Zappi, think it was Bailey just Zappi. one bad season for What's Mac Jones. I don't, think was, I don't think it was either. See I think, what he did to the Lions last year. Listen to me. I think Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi both will be out of jobs. I think Bailey Zappi should start. It's right off the get Um Moving on from the Patriots, uh, Mike Evans is currently in talks with the Buccaneers on a five-year extension that could make him the highest-paid wide receiver in football. I'm shocked that they would offer it to him. I am too. In in sports, there's this concept where we reward guys for what they do in the past instead of what they do in the future. And there was a point where Mike Evans was a consistent top three or top five receiver. It's not right now. Maybe he still has some really good football ahead of him. I think he's a very, I don't want to say underrated, but he's been very unheralded. Um, because he's he's done some damage, but then he'll follow up the damage that he's done with some bad seasons or some bad. I, play. I know. I don't even think he's the best receiver on the roster. A anymore. lot of his incon- he might not be. A lot of people would agree with that. Godwin, I would say, Godwin, is better than he is. Yeah, and he's he's just been inconsistent the last couple of years, which is related to quarterback yeah. play too. He's had bad quarterback yeah, play other than a year of Brady, God. but um, good for him on getting rewarded if he gets it. Well, see, okay, I read the title that said could make him. But also in the same thing, uh, I read a quote from Mike Evans' agent, Mike loves Tampa, and I know the feeling is mutual. His production is the best of all the guys out there. Buck's ownership loves him. Obviously, Mike thinks he deserves to be the highest paid receiver in the NFL, but we also don't want to put the Bucks in a bad position. That, to me, means he's staying there regardless of what they pay him. I, I feel like that's right. Um I feel like he re- he's got a family there. He's been there where from day where one. Where else is he gonna go? Yeah, well, he's got it. I I think if his if he's got good football ahead of him and he wants to win again, that changes that entire argument. But he's been there from day one. I think he's gonna continue to be there. And um, and I'm sorry, who's their quarterback now? I don't even know. They're they're early entrance into the Caleb Williams. they yeah. No, who's who's their quarterback? It's not Kyle Baker, Trask. Baker Mayfield. There you go. Now, isn't it unusual that Baker Mayfield is going to be playing with Mike Evans since college? 
first time since college? Yeah, and I don't even That's think they, they I don't even think hey. they actually played together in college too. They, they, did. I, they were there they were together for a year. It was the AM, they were together for a year. But I don't think Baker Mayfield was the one that well, was him and Manziel. Up. It was Manziel, but Baker Mayfield was on that roster. Yeah. So obviously they know each other, but I, I don't know if it's enough to I don't know if it's an it's interesting. For sure it's interesting. You know what I just noticed? If you go through the Buccaneers depth chart, there's a giant hole at wide receiver. Scotty Miller's not there. I'm sorry? Scotty Miller isn't there. Who? Scotty Miller. Okay. The Buccaneers, Braxton Berrios, it's not there. Uh, One last receiver I want to talk about before we end today's show is Stefan Diggs. So, Buffalo... uh, we're all kind of wishy-washy on Buffalo, but it's starting to seem like Stefan Diggs might also be in the same boat. Obviously, he drew some attention last week when he didn't show up to the first day of minicamp. Then he showed up the next day. And now there's a lot of people saying that he's pretty unhappy with his situation there. This one, to me, this this could get really fucking bad really, really quick for Buffalo. Uh, the words frustrated have been used, uh, internal combustion. Like this isn't just saying disgruntled. These are the words they're using to describe tension between him and Josh Allen. This isn't, this doesn't seem like it's a small thing. This seems like it's a situation that's coming to a head. I mean, if you look at the first article, Bill's being urged by people close to the team to explore trading Stefan Diggs. What would this mean for Buffalo if he's gone? Or or, what's going to come? I mean, I don't even know what's going to come of this. I I know Zolo always says, usually when there's situations like this, it gets fixed. Do you think this one gets fixed? What do you think is going to come of this? This one seems a little fishy. Um, I'll say this much. Frustrated with the play calling and role in offense and all that. That's code for the play calling and and how offenses are structured. 99% of the time has to do with the quarterback. And I think that there's bigger frustrations with Josh Allen. And I know, like, I love Josh Allen. I love watching him play. I just don't think he's that good. And um, on paper, he's a top quarterback. But I, I think that this all goes back to Josh Allen. And I don't think this gets resolved overnight from that play calling and role of offense, role in offense standpoint, because that all has to do with Josh Allen. And if Josh Allen can't execute, that's why your role isn't going to be as good. And I don't think Josh Allen can execute. I really don't. I think that that's one of their in-game struggles. He can't execute like Mahomes. He can't execute like Joe Burrow. There's a list of quarterbacks can't even execute that he can't like execute Kirk like. Cousins. He can't execute maybe like Kirk Cousins. He can't execute like Aaron Rodgers. One thing for all the times I knock Aaron Rodgers and Kirk Cousins for that matter, a lot of the time they execute. For sure Aaron Rodgers Correct. Cousins, a lot of the time he executes, especially at home. Um, I don't know if, if if Josh Allen can execute. And uh, I think that's where it comes down to. And I think that's where the frustration's well, starting, too. Michael Lombardi was on Pat, the Pat McAfee show, and he had a, a pretty good quote saying that the frustrations between Allen and Diggs uh, come down to um, come down to offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey and that Stephon Diggs doesn't believe in the offense – him and Dorsey don't see eye to eye on his role. Uh, and it's also causing tension between Diggs and Sean McDermott because McDermott is obviously has his offensive coordinator's back. 
so now that seems like that that just seems like it could end extremely poorly for everybody involved. Well, this is in what's gonna it, this will probably what's gonna happen. If Diggs isn't getting the ball like he was through a stretch of last year, and when he is open, somebody can't find him, and that happens quite a bit in every game with Allen. This will fester into something stupid, and he'll be gone next year. Diggs will be out of there next year. That's that's going to be one we get. Or on. traded by the trade could, deadline. Could be less. Could yeah. be less. Traded by the trade deadline. I mean, if you have a situation where your star player is no longer getting along with the offensive coordinator and the coach. And the they, quarterback? And I mean, the come quarterback. On, I, mean, I mean, if it's coming to that point, that it just sounds like Antonio Brown to me. I, I mean, he's not doing stupid shit, taking his clothes off and – Jumping in jacuzzis, but I mean, he's right there. It was cool. He's about to wag it. Is that what you're saying? Did I say something wrong? I mean, Tails about to wag. I I don't know. I mean, what do you think it is? What do you think? With Diggs? Yeah. I maybe he sees what we see, and that's just not the greener pasture. That division's really tough. When he when they got bounced out last year, did you watch some of those games? He was fucking not even relevant, and I was like, yeah. wow. I, I'll say this much. I think the Bills did enough this offseason to to kind of curb some of that. I I love uh I I love the Dalton Kincaid pick. I do too, but that's not gonna help <laughs> it's not helping Diggs. Well well I it does help Diggs if Josh Allen's good. And if Josh yeah. Allen is a problem and the play calling is also a problem, that doesn't help Diggs. It's gonna get exposed. And therein is your issue. And if you're yeah. Diggs, I understand because that guy probably wants to win at this point. I think he probably wants to win more than he wants the money. Agreed. Just just based on what I know about him. Um, Diggs had to help raise his brothers. He went to, he could have went to any school he wanted. He was the top wide receiver recruit in the country. And he ended up going to Maryland to be close to home so he could help raise his brothers. One of his brothers is in the NFL now too. Um, Trayvon Diggs is the cornerback for the Cowboys. And he's a big family guy. And I don't think it has anything to do with winning with Diggs. I think he, I think he, or I'm, excuse me, with money with Diggs. I think he wants to win. And I just don't know. We, again, He's there's so many back. takes we did in that hot take episode about teams this year. And one of my takes that I'm I'm confident in is that the Bills are not going to win that division. And um, if they're not winning that division, they're they're chasing. They're gonna be they're gonna be looking up at someone, maybe even two teams, and then you still have to go through the Chiefs. You still have to go through whatever else the AFC presents for you. And it could be tough for them this year. Oh, well, before we go. Do you have anything to add? God bless the NFL. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it, I knew it was going to be a God bless. <laughs> Just one of those days for sure. God bless. God bless Roger Goodell. God bless anything solo. No. That's it, eh? Uh, I, I, I just think that the Jameis Williams okay, thing is stupid. I think I think I'm sorry. I, I got to talk about it some more. We could have a podcast. He should not on, be on suspended. I wouldn't be shocked if they're they're we're going into a lull right now. Yeah. Um. I wouldn't be shocked if there's some movement. If this festers enough to some where there's some guys movement start to appeal this shit. Yeah. They need and they should they should they should inquire. You know because yeah. I think it's incriminating and of course no one agrees with incrimin or disagrees how, with how incrimination the more than the association just kind of fucking and maybe they will it, what are they getting paid off worse things have happened that guys have been suspended for and suspensions yeah. have been rescinded worse things have happened 
shortened. And shortened. He, I, I'm sorry, Josh Gordon's career fucking ended because of marijuana, and now it's legal. I mean, I agree. What the fuck? Uh, next week, we're going to break down uh, a PFF story that threw everybody into a tailspin this week, uh, especially if you're a Lions fan. And uh, we're going to keep on going with our position roundups to talk about some tight ends and running backs. So uh, make sure you are ready to join us again next Wednesday. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Tip Balls Podcast. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Tip Balls, TikTok at Tip Balls Podcast. If you're watching us on YouTube, subscribe, ring the notification bell. If you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple Music, you can see Uncle Sam's absolutely gorgeous, perfectly lined up beard in Milwaukee goggles on YouTube. So you should check us out there. Thanks so much again for listening and watching. You will see us next week.